Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're wishing a very happy second birthday to our dear friends and most recurring guests on the pod, Mirakai Brewing Co. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello, happy birthday! And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us! gonna end up starting it'll be like only an hour guys when you said about when you said lita i was like oh no no oh god not again I can't do it not again <laughs> oh, god, I know it. happy birthday to us yeah. happy birthday Yay. to us because we're two i'm so glad that you hit recording before that song started yeah. that is yes <laughs> so excited happy birthday thank you feels amazing to be too i'm just gonna just dive right in and yeah uh, straight into a, we're going into yeah am i the drama, am I the drama? Uh, for those no, that are listening no, no. and may not recognize <laughs> may not recognize the voice we have the lovely emma from mirakai Brewing. <laughs> oh, yeah here. i guess we have to intro but in case anybody's really rude and hasn't <laughs> hasn't listened to our episodes with you before <laughs> so rude actually. could you they must honestly they must know me by my right. dulcet tones by now they must do I've, I've noticed that kind of doing talking things and i really i really hate them because i hate the sound of my own voice and i don't really uh, welcome to my life really loves it <laughs> no just, to like, my i hear myself and i just hear myself talking and i sound so boring i'm like why I love boring. Boring. No, you absolutely do not sound boring. I no, just don't. No. I don't like how I sound. I don't like how I look. So that's why like, I never watch anything back. And there's like been the odd occasion when I've had to, and it is like, the, like I I I put it on mute. I'll be like, I need to watch it back for something. I'm like, just I could literally make her say anything. On. Like, yeah, honestly, she puts a she lot of trust in me. She could take the worst bits. I put full trust in her, and I'm like, yeah. I'm sure that's good. <laughs> you know what though i'm not i've i've yeah because i'm that good at video editing no but i i listened to a podcast and they talked about deep faking and i've heard how expensive it is to do deep fakes and i would really hope that joe wouldn't use that much time and effort and value to make a deep fake just to say something (laughs) just putting it out there outrageous (laughs) oh it smells beautiful it does smell absolutely beautiful so we're drinking Am I the drama? No, no am I the drama? <laughs> am I? Before Just... we hit record, we were talking about this amazing can art on here. I um, love it and find it creepy. I, it's everything get, how... I could ever want. <laughs> okay, so how do we describe this for the, it is like, the listeners? I would say it's like a like a chubby little cat, yeah, but like a bald cat with a candle on its head sitting in a teacup with That's big it. eyes, big owl yes. eyes. So we should have probably kind of asked the artist to change it to a um, to a beer glass, I guess. Oh. So this this piece of work that um, she did, Olga, all details of artists on our social media. So check that out. We'll tag so it. We as like well. to support them and promote them, and they're on our cans as well. Um, but yeah, we were we were honestly, my brain went blank in terms of what I wanted for this beer, and I came across um, Olga's work. And she's an incredible 3D artist. She is like 20 something, so amazingly talented. I just can't even tell you. And she had this gif and there's this gif and it's a cate latte. Cate latte, <laughs> yes, I know, even more. So it's a gif 
And it's little chunks, like she's animated it because this is actually 3D. It's not meant to be 2D. It's actually a 3D model. Okay. She created because right. that's her day job. And it's little chunkers because it's kind of like it. its foam is melting and it's got its ass at the back. You can see, <laughs> like, if you have a look at her feed on social media, it's got a little chunkers face blinking and it's sort of like its face is kind of going down a bit because it's, um, it's foamy. And then, yeah, at the back, it's got a little little bum um but yeah we just thought it was really cute uh love it i love it yeah so but it's like <laughs> we said can you put like a candle in the in the kind of like head so yeah this is our little birthday one it looks like it's got like a little like a little yeah. whipped creamy bit on the yeah. top as well it's so yeah. cute <laughs> i was like we should have should have put it in a pint glass but yeah this is uh this is the cap this is the i'm either drama which obviously encapsulates the um the whole meme in the first place something that's kind of like very cute and innocent looking the How more you stare at it as well with the name it just gets better with that cheeky little smile <laughs> i just it's find like, I like the it. more you stare into its eyes it's like quite <laughs> hypnotizing and it's just got like a little cheeky little am i the drama <laughs> little smile yeah. on it it's yeah, like a little the, the style of artwork is like when i see tattoos that I really like like in that like that's like the type of style of tattoo that get I it. really get it. want you get that a little cat 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 latte <laughs> yeah funky um, little cat I love it oh yeah get that tattooed that's oh America like that level it's insane I'll be like um, I got a tattoo for you, a cate latte <laughs> <laughs> with its chunky little cheeks. I love it. Oh, chunks. So yeah, that's uh, that's it. She's really good. I tried to do something like a little bit interesting um, with it, where I was like looking to build a 3D model so you could like have it virtually wherever you go, but it didn't work out and that was a shame. Uh, I might do that with another one of our beers, but yeah, like little chunkers face, massive like cat eyes, yeah, it's it's polarizing at the moment. I think like one of our customers, Alpha Alpha Bottle Shop in uh, Bristol, who are just awesome. They've got a paw run at the moment saying "creepy or cute." It's a hundred percent cute. So, <laughs> so do you have people telling you like, "No, creepy, hundred percent creepy"? <laughs> well, no one did. I mean, I didn't think so. I spoke to my sister. My sister was like. I don't know whether it's cute or not. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely cute. Um, but yeah, no, I just, yeah, I just, I just love it and think it's so cute. I think I it's incredibly it. cute, but it, ha- I can, like, it has it's that cute. air of creepiness, but that's what also makes it cute. <laughs> like, I think that's also what makes it really cute. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's very odd. But yeah, like, you know, the beer is uh, like a Nipah version of, um, I liked it, so it's mine. So it's got the same. Ah, yeah. Yeah. So Oliver used um, mosaic, uh, citra, and Simcoe in it. But yeah. Nice. No, I really want to do another dipper, but I've, <laughs> I've got to sell 100% of the dipper stock like overseas because people, yeah, it's difficult to sell dippers. I think, do you think to some level, like people have almost been dippered out because like people are just, they tried to go harder and harder with dippers just across the board. People are like, we're doing dippers. Now we're doing tippers. Now we're doing quippers. And it was just like, how high can we go with it? 
Do you think that could be potentially wise? People have just gone like, oh, I just need to keep going higher and higher with it. No, I think it's um, got to do with uh, turnover uh, Mm. in stock uh, for places um, and, you know, some bars. The majority of craft still want to drink pale ales and uh, IPAs in litres and litres and litres and... You know, shops know they can turn it around and at the moment things being how they are with just bottle shops. And I mean, the amount of customers that I have lost, um, it, you know, it, it's like it's like a lot. I don't even think that me and Oliver during our launch and of course, yeah, we launched a pandemic. That was our choice. But we didn't think that it wouldn't be some element of like getting better. It's kind of not really. It's yeah. Just, yeah. You know. <laughs> Bad news, bad news, bad news. And quite a lot of uh, people have just been going, yeah, it's like not as as buoyant as it has been. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of like a shame. I mean, we are selling our beers and obviously like these are quite scarce. So I'm doing a quite good job of selling them, which is awesome. But it's like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's really challenging. So just waffle, waffle, answer your question. Still a market for dippers, but I think the right. I think it's only a few people can get away with releasing them. You know, like Cloudwater, Cloudwater release a dipper, and that'll sell out really quickly. Mm-hmm. I think Beak also, one of the newish comers, ish, um, can release a dipper, and that can sell. I just think, yeah, it's like it's a bit difficult. Well, I, I, birthday, birthday chats. Why can't you do a dipper? Because the market isn't what it was. Dipper. It's the truth. I, it's the honestly, truth. Honestly, yeah. But I absolutely fucking loved I licked it, so it's mine. Like, I love that. And I remember, I think you sent me the can that you were like, drink at your own. You're like, I have this can. Drink at your own risk because it is fast. It's BB and all that. And I was like, okay, okay. And you're like, and it might not be its best. So like, that's on you, but I think it's all right. And I, I drank it and I was like, I still love it just as much as I did. <laughs> the first time I had it. Like, yeah, I think, I think we are going to redo it again. I mean, we gave when uh, we did the, the next beer, I suppose we're going to kind of like drink and talk about at some point is, the Loki collab and when Drew came down, Oliver cracks them out and he gave it to him and Drew was like, nice. Just like, I think he said like a barley wine. It's evolved into a barley wine. It's so weird. We've still <laughs> got two boxes left. And my dad, my dad has two cans of it and it's basically in the, um, in his, uh, in his kind of like drinks cupboard. I'm like, why are you keeping it, Dad? <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, because it's the first ever beer that he did. I'm like, yeah, but we've got two boxes of it. <laughs> this one as well. So this is when I first sent the beers out. This is like two years old. When I first oh, sent no. the beers out, I sent them out like this in a mad rush at Christmas to try and get them sold. Oh, it seems to be okay. And yeah, it's just it's just in here. Beer's still in That's here amazing. that I sent. It's it, just in a cardboard tube. Yeah, a cardboard tube. Yeah. By the end of the 18th of the 12th, and it was basically <laughs> sent back to us on the 22nd of the 2nd, 21, but I posted it in December 2020. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I do. I definitely like when you're saying that it's, it's effectively like basically that brew kind of like you can, you can, yeah, it has all the things yeah. that I loved about i licked it so it's mine like it's just oh i just love it this makes me happy these beers are juicy 
I was just talking the other day about New England IPAs. Oh, I like New that. Glassware. I like that. I still love my glass. Like I cannot. This is still the original glass. No. Still love it. But yeah, that's it. That's yes. a good one. You know, yeah, we just got more glasses. So this is like a gorgeous um, cylindrical sort of like tulip shape tapering up to the top. Big weighty p- pint glass. So this is a pint glass. Oh, is it a pint? Wow. Like that. Yeah, for our tap room, this is yeah. what you'd be getting with the pledging. And if you chose to have a glass, it's a pint. It's like full on. That's amazing. I like yeah. that. It yeah. looks nice as well. It looks visually pleasing. It's like very, that. very weighty and heavy. Very heavy. You and always get the most visually gold. pleasing glasses. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no one's got one like this, and we've nucleated them as well, which I think is really nice. important. Mm. I love a bit of nucleation. Yeah. However, I got it, and they nucleated it, but they didn't kind of, like, clean it. So I've actually, I had, like, bits of kind of, like, scraped glass. So oh. I've ha- I have to clean 360 <gasps> glasses by hand, but it's okay because I've got, like, I've got a scrubber that you just put it on, and you kind of like really have mm. to just yeah. scrub it out, but it's fine. I stuck my hand in every single one after I've cleaned it. They go in the dishwasher obs, but after I've scrubbed <laughs> it, just to make sure, yeah. put my fingers over it to make yeah. sure it's absolutely fine. Because I actually oh, wow. had a glass that I was drinking myself, didn't clean it properly, put water in it, chucked it out, and then I stuck my hand in to see if I cleaned it, and then I cut my finger. I was oh, like, no. Oh. It was a tiny paper cut, do you know what I mean? But yeah. it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I've got to yeah clean. Oh no! No one can say you didn't put love into every right. single one of those. Every, every single, every single one blood. of them, every single one has been like hand clean, dried, make sure it's got nothing in it, and then shoved in the dishwasher. Wow! Oh man! So we were talking before we started hitting record about the name "Am I the Drama?" Yes. And you said there's a bit of like a controversy over like who's actually named it. <laughs> what is the what is the story behind it? I just think, like, from my perspective, because I'm talking here, we've got no Oliver, but ultimately... He can't defend himself. (laughs) If people are really loving a name of a beer that we've done, he will basically say, like, he will take ownership of it. But at the moment, no one said anything because we just launched it. So he... Even though it was him that named it, he's pretty much like, you named it. I'm like, why would I name it? Am I the drama? Like, out of the two of us, he's the one most likely to say am I the drama? <laughs> and he named it and he can't hear me because he's next door with all the dolls are closed. So I'm just going to say like, he named it because I can't remember. But I'll take credit if I named it, but he named it. Um, but if people like it, I'll, I'll just say I named it. You're like, so, yeah, no, it's me. Yeah, it's totally. <laughs> I definitely did it. And then when he turns around and goes, no, no, I did it. You'll be like, no, no, no. We actually already agreed like, that it was me. <laughs> I've got it. I've got it recorded. That it was you. Edit all the bits out where I'm wavering. Yeah. No, no, no. What I heard you say was, uh, he said I named it, so obviously I'm the one that named it. That's what I heard. Perfect. (laughs) That's what it boils down to. That's the right answer. (laughs) You know, my girls. But yeah, no, um, am I the drama? Cheeky, it's a little bit something, a little bit of fun, a little bit light. As I said, we wanted to do a dipper, but Oliver really loves New England's. And we did um, a New England, uh, sorry, no, New Zealand IPA um, recently. That was just absolutely phenomenal. Love that beer. Love that beer. And it was like really, really thick. And I just wanted Oliver to kind of like make a beer um, that was just, it had that like opacity about it. And when I say like opacity, it's that viscosity and yeah. slightly kind of like, well, Joanne, you can help me here with the terminology. <laughs> so it's essentially like not see-through. 
Because sometimes with the yeast that is used, yeah. even though it says it's kind of like, oh shit, let me get this terminology right. High attenuating? High attenuating. Or is it yeah. low attenuating where it's so right? When it's high attenuating, that's the yeast eating all the sugars. Yeah. And when it's low attenuating, it's left some fermentable sugars in the beer. It's whichever one that makes it cloudy. <laughs> um well that comes from the that comes from the proteins because yeah some yeast they kind of like yeah oh, and then make yeah. it drop make, drop everything to the yeah. bottom <laughs> you're gonna say like make it rain they make, make it, it rain, rain. <laughs> make it rain so the proteins and they grab onto it yeah. this is what i want to do so i flocculating is the word you're looking for that's it high flocculating, flocculating. low flocculating yeah it's a low flocculating yeast when it's highly flocculating it i like i like down. i like the make it rain <laughs> make it rain protein <laughs> <laughs> so this is why everyone needs to do uh joanne loves love be a learning beer course. <laughs> so you can actually sound like an expert um i picked so much about beer from oliver just through him kind of talking to me sitting there and talking to me about yeah. it and some stuff's kind of like gone in but i like really you know should should learn more since this is my business um about it but you know but he's just like you know, drinking it I feel like he is just such a um, like the new. I know you're like, oh yeah, he likes doing the IPAs, IPAs, and it's like, yeah, it shows because he is an absolute fucking master. <laughs> doing he's a beer wizard. I mean, like when it comes to IP- anything, really, he's amazing at. Oh, like thank especially you. like the New England IPAs. Like you have that, and you're just like, what have you done? Or that oh, like, the oat really cream, great. the oat cream IPA. I was like, what? How have you done this? It is beautiful. <laughs> That's doing really it, well. Yeah, I want to put it on record, right? And okay. I said this He's to you. Fucking um, <laughs> that I so you, you've got your you've got your low key um collab there. And really? I it wow. made me really laugh when um I mean Drew said it, but you know, obviously we're not gonna equate I know Drew you're going with, with I know you're going the guy with. from low key because you know they're obviously it's not Drew, it's not true. It's true. Drew Drake. <laughs> Who Draris? Um, um, I when they when he first opened the tap room, he put out a little poll and was like, "Who should we have do a tap takeover?" And I was like, uh, "Obs Mirakai," and then never happened. And then like no. he met you guys. Where did he meet you? It was at oh. Gencraft, wasn't it? Because I remember he was meant. Oh, was it no? Not? No, he met you. Met you at another brew. Another yeah. Brew, so Drew is Gencraft. That is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we got that together. Uh, we met because we were at uh, Neon Raptor. Uh, Neon Raptor invited us to take part in DerbyCon. Ah, Derby, yeah. And yeah. we were up there. And I was basically manning, like, oh, it was a killer. Because we were doing 12 hours on our own because we had the dogs. So we'd take, yeah, we'd do it. And I, I was on, like, one of the shifts. And I basically had a break. And I was just wondering over people and seeing what they were about. And then I kind of like spotted, well, Drew came over and he tried um, the polar, most polarizing beer we've ever done, which is the always room for pie. And he just thought Oliver was a genius by using like hefeweizen yeast that we don't really talk about that that was the yeast we used um, in that beer to bring out the banana flavors. And he thought it was just genius. And I thought that was so sweet of him to say, because Oliver wasn't there and he said it to me. And then yeah. I pulled over to his beer. Yeah. And tried his beer because he had loot like Loki and Butilias. And I tried his beer, and I've discovered something about myself or well, two things. 
number one, I didn't realise when I eat and I enjoy something, I kind of go, mmm, and I don't realise I'm doing it. And it's really <laughs> weird. The second thing I've discovered about myself recently is when I try a beer that I really, really enjoy, I laugh hysterically <laughs> to myself because I enjoy it so much when I taste it. And I did this when I had Drew's beer. I basically stood in front of him, drank one of his beers and laughed into it. And he just thought, <laughs> I was like... Just thought it was fucking mental. So <laughs> yeah, we got we got chatting, chatting, and I thought it was really nice. And I just basically said, "You just need to speak to Oliver because mm. you know you two get on famously. You're basically like the same person." Um, yeah, I met Oliver. They got on really well, and um, yeah, someone had dropped out. So yeah, we didn't get a fresh invite, but I don't like. Oh, no, but I, I, opportunity. He was like, "Someone's dropped out. Do you want to come?" And we were like, "Yes, yes." I remember. Please. The but then that they I were so... supposed to have it and they didn't that yeah. was not this year the year before or something and yeah. they and and he had posted saying like um who do you want to see like what are some like newer breweries that you want to see and I specifically was like Miracle, 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 yeah. Miracle. <laughs> oh there he is <laughs> um we're just gonna edit this bit out for everyone who's listening to it <laughs> Oliver has just appeared <laughs> In frame without anyone asking him to, he's just turned up. So, did you name this beer? We were just discussing no. this as well. No, okay, so it's on record. He didn't right. do it. It's on record. It's Emma on record it. now. He didn't do, didn't do it. Didn't do it. But it's also, what do you think of me getting a tattoo of this donkey cat? Definitely, <laughs> that would be amazing. He co signs that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> and you've also been called a fucking brewing wizard. Yeah, and I, I think also that was said, what did I yeah. say? I said, like, yeast attenuating instead of like flocculating, yeah. flocculating and then yeah. oh, we said make it rain. We made it make rain it proteins. Rain. <laughs> the yeast pro- from the uh, yeah, proteins. Which one's that then? Uh, this because I said I want you to make like a, yeah. a beer that was like a hazy beer. Yeah, technically, that yeast isn't overly friendly, it, it flocculates a bit heavier than other yeast, yeah. but I just dry hopped it heavily. During, during fermentation and towards the end of fermentation so that should help this is again why yeah that's what I said that's what you that's wanted what said. wasn't it Emma exactly what I said yeah I'm gonna go yeah. check on the girls yeah that's the exact explanation I used thank you for dropping in bye bye <laughs> like, um, yeah that's word for word exactly yeah. what I said yeah, yeah. So can we remix um, it where I just basically go, nah, nah, bam, that's fine. We'll put all of our money into um <laughs> into doing deep fakes of you just yeah. going, I said all of those things. All of those things. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so both of us had had recommended you. And uh, then it comes out, it's like, oh, the this this new brewery that I discovered at, yeah, I was at like, Derby Car, a bit of Derby Beer Con, they've been invited. And I was just like, Did you wait till I see him? Because I'm I'm gonna have words because I said that he needed to have you guys on the taps ages ago. And so I did. So I went up to him <laughs> and at Gencraft and I was like, oh, I'm going to pick with you. I was like, because I told you that you should have Mirica and you didn't listen. He's like, Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> but I hadn't tried their beer then. I was like, you should have gone and tried it when I told you. I, I see I did actually talk to him. I just submitted it. It was like, who do you want to see? And I was like, obviously Mirica. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah. And and then he uh, it got always got like. your back. It's got a like, um, but then obviously it didn't happen. So I think that it probably got parked until that. I was gutted that I couldn't go this year because unfortunately my parents were arriving at like six a.m. The next. Yeah. I say unfortunately, like 
fortunately, my they parents were arriving. They're not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my mum does sometimes yeah her mum so does she's right near this I don't know um but it's that thing of like they were arriving the next morning my mum did say like we'll just get a cab like it's fine like you know I want you to be able to go and do what you need to do and I, I was gonna go but because they were arriving so early in the next morning I was just like oh. I, and then Rick started yeah. doing like Rick, Rick, you can, can do what you it. want and then he's like but just think about where your priorities yeah. lie and I was like all right this is what our husband I've got to this fine like, guilt is into like real life shit <laughs> you would have been to be fair you would have been hanging because I don't really hang though but <laughs> I would have probably there. I, I maybe wouldn't beers. have been oh. hanging because I don't hang much but yeah she I doesn't normally, she doesn't get hangovers I might really have still rude. been drunk the next day and that oh would yeah no problem and they went and they went home and i carried on (laughs) at the after party yeah i don't think i could have done that oh oh beautiful yeah because you guys went you had you guys had to go home because of the dogs (gasps) so tired you were so tired yeah that is a beaut cult of oak that's christmas that is oh yeah Yeah. sorted i was so i think yeah when i go to craft beer festivals and i will never stop doing this did you have a nap in the toilet? (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I have a sleep on the toilet, but with the toilet seat down, obviously. Um, But no, I always go for like the high ABV beers. Yeah. Yeah, Starting off, Derby Beer Con, sorry, sidebar, (laughs) straight to Cult of Oak. And I laughed again. I laughed again. Did you laugh at Roberto's face? I laughed at Roberto's face. Amazing. That was. He nearly broke my hand when he shook it. He's got a very. Oh, yeah. Doesn't discriminate. Didn't give me a. Oh no, I respect handshake. that. I respect that more than like the dead fish. Yeah, like, but I'm like, like yeah, no, a nice yeah. firm handshake. <laughs> he went. He went in and he was like power handshake, and I was mm-hmm. like that. I wasn't expecting that. And yeah, ow. <laughs> yeah. But I was also um, like a big old bear hugger as well. Oh, lovely. Well, I look. For, I look forward to that. Yeah, I, so, yeah I do similar to much... you though when I go to beer festivals uh well, depending on the festival but I definitely know for a fact at least once this year if not twice I've gone to a beer festival and I I mean somehow I always end up with a second glass as well <laughs> like do. I do you're always, always double part I'm always double part like I'm always like well why try one thing when you can try two things <laughs> and then I've always got two and it's normally like I'll be like well, I want this big, bold stout, this, like, imperial stout, but then I also want this sour. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll just get both. And it's, yeah, um, yeah, that's all I'll say. But I do the same thing. It's like, I'll start on a bit, because I want to prioritise the things that I want to try the most and those tend to be some, they usually are the higher ABV only because I find that it's, like, recently there's been a lot of like bold stouts with all these different like flavor like pastry stouts all these different flavor combinations and stuff as we'll get on to like what you yeah as we'll get on to um and that's the stuff that I gravitate and I want to try so that's what I kind of go to all the sours that are just like funky and interesting they tend to be higher ABVs and that's what I go to first and then by the end of it I'm like oh I don't I don't have like we said I don't have anything else to give I'm giving you everything Normally, yeah. I don't really get hangovers, but I there have been I have been known to be still drunk the next day when I wake up and I'm like I might still be drunk. Yeah, I don't it, know. It, yeah, it is it is dangerous, but it but it's but it's fun. 
I mean, it's just going to say, but it's fun though. Isn't it? <laughs> it's not like you do it all the time. You do yeah, it yeah. like once every so often. Yeah. Oliver's like the opposite of me though. He will go for the kind of like the dippers and the tippers and the kind of like, he really likes that. Whereas I'm just, yeah, kind of like big old, big old sexy big old, big old sexy stouts. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you want to kind of like go yeah. for? You choose. They're your birthday. You choose. It's your birthday. Oh, what? Like, I really, I really don't know. Um, oh. I've literally managed to almost polish off this entire can, by the way. Yeah. FYI. Um, I mean, mm, that was, I mean, okay, let's go with Loki first. Okay. Like Loki. trying to pick which of your dogs you like more. You're like, oh, I don't know. I like them both. Yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really difficult because I just, I love all my baby beers, and especially with me, the imperial stouts for me, and stouts in general, um, and to some extent like the, the um, what do you call it, the fruited beers. They're my, they're my tasty babies and I, and I love them. And <laughs> I just think, yeah, just kind of this, this particular, this particular one is the, the mutual relationship with Tonka that I have, like, and I love it. And it just, it's just one of them things where like, if you really love it, you become like Tonka, like a Tonka addict. And I think that that's one of the things I think you could just, probably ask Drew about that. He's the king yeah, of Tonka felt, addiction. I felt connected to Drew because I was pretty much king. like, I just, I just really, really love it. And The Good Left Undone is named by Drew because we try to kind of like think of like some of the names and they just weren't working. So yeah, he, he came up with that. And the artist is uh, Chrissy um, Nomenico and she is um, awesome. Again, socials on our website and on the can itself. And it's basically just, I mean, it kind of like is a bit of a departure in terms of the label and how it looks and the art. It's quite kind of like somber and deep and meaningful. We like to think it has like layers of complexity on the outside as well as layers of complexity on the inside and the beer itself. <laughs> I, I really like the label actually. This is very much my style. Like, <clears throat> I think you've got like my... This one is definitely like my lighter. The for anyone that's listening, the "Am I the Drama" is definitely like, my, yeah. my, my my kawaii Why? side. Is yeah. that yeah. your one? Is that but your like, Enid side? And this is your Wednesday side. I think so. Yeah. As a as a um a elder emo, this is definitely <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely it's a Sorry, lifestyle choice. Right? I feel like this is definitely like the type of thing that I would have. I mean, both of them really in their own ways would be something that I would have like artwork of like hanging up. Like that is very, they're both very me in different ways. And like visually, yeah, it, I just gravitate to both of the labels. And I feel like you always do like really amazing artwork on it. Like the the one that you did that you were talking about earlier, the collab that you did with Tartarus, um, that Mad Hatter, Alice in Wonderland yeah. cover for it was just absolutely phenomenal. And like that style of artwork was just incredible. And the way you managed to get like all four of you on the can in your own ways, it was just, I loved it. I've got a can of it um, and I cannot wait to actually try it because it just sounds amazing. I mean, no, I will say on that one, it's, it's, I think out of all the beers that we've ever produced, it's the most polarizing really like people oh yeah people either really love it or they absolutely they absolutely hate it 
look at Untapped, it's either like, and I said to Oliver, because Oliver is like a little bit disappointed sometimes, and I just say, well, no, look, you are trying new things with beer, and the reason why you do, you know, kind of like, you did what you did with this beer is because you wanted to kind of try a little bit of something different, and you know, like, just whack out an IPA or whatever, but just try to do something a little bit different. Right in doing like a Hefeweizen, but yeah, you get people who really don't like that style of beer and they'll go, oh yeah, pastry. Like some people have bought it thinking it's a stout because of tartarus mm. and then they'll just drink it and be like, what the fuck? That's it's it's a, a disclaimer, anyone who hasn't tried it yet, yeah. it is not, unfor- like unfortunately for you, it is not a stout. It does say pastry ale on it and that's basically what it is, but it's using that yeast that gives it the banana esters with a slight kind of like clove in it and it's just got a shit ton of banana puree basically and cocoa nibs but even so. that though it's like uh, so i know everyone goes like oh tartarus stouts but like tartarus have also made some other like really amazing things that aren't stouts like they did a belgian uh belgian yeah. IPA, i think it was and it was so 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 good I, I, lager. oh my god yeah but then How i'm far like away biased. From a stout can you get i'm biased because i like the rice lager yeah because it was a really nah, good yeah. it was a jasmine rice lager and i really yeah. liked it just for that but then also yeah. i was like the artwork is amazing and it's so good and it's japanese and i love it um but i mean like they're belgian like, i bought that not really i don't even think i looked at the style i just bought it because i was like this will match my D&D character. I'm going to get this to have it with my D&D character. It will be really good. And then I saw what it was and I was like, oh, that's, I like Belgians to be good. And I tried it and it was really good. So it's like anyone that's buying it going, oh yeah, it's going to be a stout. But like, yeah, I think I like when people go outside their comfort zone and try something new. And I think like if you were to make something that everybody liked all of the time, it would be boring like sometimes you kind of have to be polarizing because that's how you get really interesting bits yeah how we get innovation yeah Mm. yeah you don't kind of you don't you don't make any kind of steps forward or grow if you don't try something and I think that's really important and commercially it did really well but yeah some of the (laughs) feedback has been like polarizing and that's I think that kind of like that's okay it's part and parcel of um being a brewer and having a brewery and having like people's taste buds are their own it's their own experience and you can sort of guide them based on the ingredients you used on it and the kind of like production method and everything else um but ultimately like what you what you taste is what you taste and no one can really tell you no it doesn't taste like that um it's it's just kind of like an individual an individual palate thing um and at the end of the day yeah something's chime with some people and other things still and that like that's okay we're not gonna it's, sit it's, here and go you know you didn't like our beer nah, no it's, it's a hard one it's about. because it's like no. it's the how do you guys go about that do you kind of separate it and go you know this is just it's hard because as you said like that it's your in some way it's your baby in the sense of like you've created it and and you've been like this is something that we came up with as an idea we think it'd be really good and you put it out there and then somebody doesn't like it and and it's most likely that it's just not to their taste now some people don't voice it in the nicest way because sometimes people act like their their taste buds are like the law of the land and that's not the case but sometimes it's just not to somebody's taste and how do you like handle that do you just kind of go like you know what thank you for trying it it's just not for you and that's fine or do you kind of stop and go because I would hope that you 
I would hope that it wouldn't stop you from wanting to like try something new because you no. go, oh, that didn't go down yeah, last I'm time. Like, Is it just? No. A- yeah, no, I, th- I think, yeah, I think people's opinions are valid. And I think that, you know, as, as long as I think the intention comes from a good place and people just say, yeah, no, I don't like it. It's when, you know, obviously if some comments are just not being nice for the sake yeah, yeah, of yeah. just yeah. Not, not being nice. But I think we can appreciate everyone who's coming from a good place and just says, you know, it's just not for me. And that's it. And you go, yeah, that's fine. This is so complex. complex. Thank you. Yeah, this is, um, this is, this is, uh, it's, (laughs) I'm going to put this, so it's got Tonka in it, obviously. And it's, uh, yeah, really just delicious and chocolatey and it's got spices in it as well. Mm. So we used, um, we used mixed spice in it uh, and uh, orange peel as well. Oh, interesting. Give it's it dangerous. Really well, it is dangerous because it doesn't taste like a 10.5. No, number. it does not. No. Number two, this was brewed with the um, with the intention of obviously like for people enjoying it now, but also thinking ahead about barrel aging it too. So yeah, Drew's taken some of this and he's going to um, barrel edge it. And I think, is it going to be like potentially like Pedro Jimenez maybe? Mm-hmm. Something like like that, like a really delicious, potentially brandy mm. as well. Yeah. So that's going to be quite nice. Yeah, this was canned like just really recently. I'd say kind of like give it a bit of time to breathe, let it open and warm up to the elements. But yeah, it's just... Yeah, definitely. Is... When, I, when I first poured it, I was like, oh, I'm not getting a lot of aroma off of that. But when you let it sit in the glass a little bit, swirl it a bit, you then start to get that tonka, there's a little bit of yeah. smokiness get that like mixed spice i was yeah, gonna say i got the smokiness and the taste for sure yeah. it was like cacao smoky yeah. like smoky elements and then when you said spice like yes yeah, spice and then like dried there was fruit. almost like yeah dried fruit yeah. but there was almost like the lingering element almost had a bit of nuttiness to it as mm. well um and it's just yeah it's really it's just a complex range of flavors that when you put them all together it's it's just yeah layered in a very really good so if I tell you this was actually meant to be because I said to Oliver and Drew basically like it'd be great if you could create a mince pie imperial style and we particularly didn't kind of like call it like Christmas mince pie or have like mince pie on the can art because we wanted to obviously have life post Christmas but I think yeah it's very much like if you sit there and drink it with a mince pie, I think it'd be very yeah. complimentary. I I had, um, so my work Christmas party had just happened uh, recently and they had these like really posh mince pies. Um, and I, and it was more like, instead of it being a traditional pie crust as such, it was more a like flaky pastry for the pie crust. Mm-hmm. And it was just how they had assembled it. It's like, when you look at it, you weren't like mince pie. Okay but it was a mince pie. And I would say like, minus the smokiness, there are very, I think the smokiness is just a whole different element, adds a different element to it. <laughs> but yeah, the dried fruit <laughs> element. Yeah, sorry, I'm still getting over being ill and I probably shouldn't be drinking, but I, I'm doing it. Um, But the dried fruit element to it and like a little bit of the nuttiness and the spices, like all there do very much have that mince pie feel to it. Yeah, I mean, I could like, yeah. just wake up in the morning and drink this. 
And I have been, I have been actually, when we've gone to the brewery and all of us been just going seven o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock. Oh, please, no. What, what do you think of this? I'm just like, this could be, this could be a problem. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening in the summer to this episode. Yeah. Christmas is only a few months away. So what was the brew day like? Like having, did you have Drew down to mm. yours? Like yeah, how, so how we, was that? Yeah, we had Drew and, um, Drew and Matt as well um down so Matt's um I believe is the general manager of the tap room yeah um and he yeah lovely lovely individuals Oliver basically made breakfast baps then he made a pizza of course his pizzas are so the good best pizza <laughs> the pizza bless him so I do like a full brew day and then I'll just be like making pizza <laughs> But we're, we're, the beer that we're going to get onto in a minute, Chris yeah. messaged me about it going, I had the pizza. It was amazing. And I was like, yes! Yeah. It's, yeah, it just seems to be a thing. You can't stop it now. It just has to, oh, good. Just has to keep just keep making the pizza. I mean, because it's just easy. And we're in, as I mentioned, in the crowdfunder, we're in the arse of nowhere. So it's hard to get, like, food. So, yeah, the uni is the best investment we ever made. Well, it's like, if you're so amazing at it, why why not do it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're that good why not like show off your skills pretty like, good be a wizard yeah. pizza wizard what, yeah. what, can't, what can't you pat this power couple yeah. do but yeah. oh back, yeah back to that's your brew very, day to say. but no it was it was just uh it was just really lovely um it's just really lovely yeah because i just think you know when you kind of connect with people mm. obviously yeah. And they're just on your wavelength, and it's just really comfortable and nice. And you can just sit there and shoot the shit. And also, like, chef, the good thing about meeting other brewers and breweries is just generally shooting the shit about how business is and what 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 stuff's about, and just talking, mm. um, talking everything through, and basically giving each other giving each other advice. And it's just always really nice. And yeah, like you know, you know, Drew um he's lovely Matt's equally as lovely but you know they just love Loki love what they're about and especially with their not showing the uh, World Cup which could have made them a lot of money if they had you know the World Cup on there and they would have you know had a lot more people in there I'm sure even though it's really busy anyway yeah um but they've just kind of have morals and actually give a shit about people and that's like super important so yeah just uh just a lot of love and nice fun times were had um during the brewing of this beer absolutely lovely people and just lovely beer in the barrel edge version is um gonna be insane uh, yeah i'll keep an eye out for that one yeah no like <laughs> yeah very um very happy about this um about this little one but yeah oh so this is for your this is for your birthday we've you've been on numerous times we talk about you a lot like literally anytime we can name drop you in we do um so you know how have things kind of I know we started off a little bit more like on the on the doom and gloom side of things and and maybe that's how some things are anyways but obviously um things have been happening I remember like kind of the first time we had you on and it was sort of like the dream of like oh at some point you know, we want to open up a space and we want to do this. We want to do that. Like, how has things shifted from, you know, the first year you started to the second year? 
Yeah. Um, what What are all the changes, good and bad, that you've gone through? I think that from my point of view, so obviously like having my background, I wrote a business plan and a strategy on where I wanted just to be in X years, Y years, etc. And I think pretty much like in the end of year one, beginning of year two, I kind of like pretty much achieved like my year three goals for us and where where we wanted to where we wanted to be. Um, yeah, I think that things are kind of like starting to take off for us. I've just got to find like a footing and like a bit of stability because I think we're experiencing like quite a lot of other breweries and other kind of like um, and other businesses that are similar in manufacturing with regards to um, like knock on effects of particularly um, having customers who pay on time. And if customers don't pay on time, then it obviously like delays things with like manufacturing and your ability to be able to kind of get that cash flow moving and that production moving. So that's been challenging, especially because we've obviously started to sell more and more um, in uh, EU and non-EU countries, which is like absolutely well, That's really fantastic. amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. I'm hoping that I can kind of like say to you in a few months time, um, what other stuff we're working on and where we're going to be like in the world but it's it's great but it also comes with its challenges and the fact that we can produce a beer in August and say for example terms on that and everything that comes with it is 30 days and it takes like five six eight weeks to do a beer you got paid for that beer but you haven't even sold it yet mm. and then if you sell the majority of that beer overseas then you're kind of like maybe waiting like five, six months to get that money back. And like, it's a lot and it's challenging, especially with me and Oliver and being so small. I mean, we're only like on a 10 barrel brew kit and we've maxed out like our capacity and what, what we're able to do and we're pushing as hard as we can. And I'm selling all these beers. So all of our beers are flying out. I'm selling out, which is great, but it's kind of like trying to find that that balance and kind of like get that foothold going um and that's the challenge like for us at the moment we are um above and beyond where i expected us to be um like this time when i started planning like our business plan um for sure and i think that's probably down to a mixture of our skill sets and oliver's beer and the fact that it's great and the fact that it tastes great and it looks good and me and my ability, what I can do with my business to kind of just help us and, and push us out there. But yeah, again, we are still like a team of two. And we hope to grow that at some point, but we need to, in order to kind of like do what we need to do, we need to max out our strengths and capabilities before we kind of look to take anybody anybody yeah. else on. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day that you just go, oh, we're shipping to Japan or we're going to do like a beer festival in Japan. And I'll be like, I will pay for my flights. I will go <laughs> help you over there. <laughs> I will do everything. <laughs> that is, that's what that's what I'm like. Oh, I can't wait for that day to happen. <laughs> could be could be in the pipeline. <laughs> I would literally love nothing more because then I'd be like, well, I guess I have to buy a ticket now and go because I've got to go for that. Amazing. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, more kind of like things to come, um, more growth um, from us. So, yeah, just really hard focus on um, 2023. We're just going to kind of come in 
strong with the tasting room as well. Thank you for mentioning that. Obviously, we've got exactly. our crowd on Yeah, you're 88 percent. You're 88 yeah, percent. Like, I think we've got maybe 30, 13 percent to go on three. Yeah, it says like, 21 yeah. days left and 88 percent. And it's yeah. like you're so nearly there. So I think this is come. This is definitely coming out before. The 21 days is up, I'm fairly certain. Maybe you can do one last uh, one last push, hopefully get us over the line. What I didn't realise was that our place, the place that we are like looking to get, is grade two listed. Oh, oh. fuck. Didn't realise Sorry, that. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it, it came out before <laughs> I could stop myself. So oh, yeah, so it's grade two listed. So we're going through planning at the moment and they were like, oh yeah, it's grade two listed. And like, is it there? And then... <laughs> trying to yeah is it there but yeah i know it is it's a joint to um a property which is a pizza express which has a blue plaque on it so i can't remember oh, right what the significance is of it um but yeah that's got a blue it's... plaque but it's just basically a jo- it's like it's joined together mm. and ours is like underneath in this courtyard it's like underneath it's really beautiful and like very kind of tucked in and gorgeous little kind of you know like, I don't know, what's the nice alley? Like, the Diagon Alley vibes. Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you know, Harry Potter. Like, like Secret Harry Garden, Potter, Secret Garden, where yeah. you just kind yeah. of go, like, what's in here? Like, wow. Yeah, you just walk down to an alley that just happens to have, like, a Pizza Express at the end of it. So, <laughs> kind of, like, face right, and our little place will be there in, like, the armpit of Pizza Express. So I really like that description. I know, I don't like that description either. But should we say the nook? There just happens to be a pizza express. We are in the armpit. I'm using body body parts to describe. I realise this is a theme with me. Aries of our brewery. So our brewery is at the arse end of nowhere. And your and your table will be in the armpit. Pizza express. Oh my god. So what is the grade two? marketing for a living like this is my thing (laughs) what does the grade two listing mean for like your plans and stuff is it gonna like have you got a change are you trying to are you trying to like do a reno on it that they're like yeah no or are you just kind of taking it as it is Uh, uh, we're taking it we're taking it as it is because it's actually in quite quite good shape the only thing i wanted to look at doing was skimming the walls and the stairs up to the toilet um, but we can't do that because it's kind of like puckered and has um, markings that I didn't realise were actually like the, part of the original building. Uh, but kind of, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't look particularly great because it's not smooth. But like that it's is the charm, that, isn't that's it? it? I can't. Yeah, I can't do anything about it. So I'm like, mm, excellent. And we do actually need to include another toilet within the venue uh-huh. because as part of our premises license, not planning to change of use, but the premises license, because we need to get two things, premises license for alcohol selling and then uh, change of use um, for changing it from a shop to a tap room or yeah. a bar, which comes under sui generis. Yeah. Loving all these new things I'm learning. Who knew? and planning. Uh, so it's a sui generis usage. Uh, from an E-class to a Sui Generis, uh, which also takes into account, uh, oh, was it gambling centres? But okay. if you wanted to change the tap room that we got Sui Generis into a gambling place, you couldn't because there's different classifications of Sui Generis, but they're still under the Sui Generis right. umbrella. 
Some of that was really enlightening and interesting. Just if anyone does anything, like... The more you say that word, the more that I'm like, oh, it's fun to say, isn't it? We generis. We generis. I was saying sui genesis for ages and someone was like, it's sui generis. And I was like, oh, yeah. Idiot. Um, So, yeah. We're going for that sui genesis. Sui genesis. (laughs) We've got to put another toilet in. So, yeah, just I'm going to get conservation. Got to get the conservation... A historical conservation member right. and a member of the planning committee down to the yep. property. I realized only had a conversation about this with them this week to come in and then basically like assess the situation with the toilet because because it's too grade listed and I think it might have been like 18th century, okay. 19th oh, wow, okay. century. I don't know. Um, the kind of like in, the interior walls might be made up of like cloth and fabric. So if okay. we drill anything so to the walls or fix anything to the walls and remove it, it could kind of like yeah. damage it. So that's where we are at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, like it's all looking positive. Not to do anything that is really like insane. It's just like the bar will be freestanding. The tables will, you know, like nothing will be bolted down. The only thing is, is obviously like the toilet's not an issue because they've got the plumbing there. But it's just like getting the cubicle doors in right. the um, in the toilet. So it's just, yeah, really interesting, interesting things. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to being opposite our neighbours, Pizza Express, and having like a beautiful little hideaway nook that people can just come down and enjoy. And basically, yeah, just just enjoy. We've already started the marketing for it. Everyone knows where we are now because of the crowdfunder. So yeah, and we'll obviously link the crowdfunder as well. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, like while it's still running, like definitely go. Jerry and I have, have, have put our yep. monies in and yeah. everyone should put their monies in. And yeah, yeah it's exciting because I, I just like, it, I just remember being on with you and being like, you and Ollie, and we were like, we're going to just manifest this. We're manifesting this. It's going to happen. And then like, when you announced a crowdfunder, we were like, yes! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did try with our tap room, but it was just too much of a big ask to get people to come because it is in the middle of nowhere and we're not like we're on an industrial estate and it's not like a destination like um gun breweries with their beautiful location and you know 360 have obviously got like their place or whatever to be fair and- trying to when we went for the brave choice brew day it's not even that it's like a bad location it was more just it was confusing because there were so many trucks i was like I don't know if I'm in the right spot. And yeah. I think I drove past it because my Google Maps was telling me to drive like past it. And I was like, this isn't right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like it industrial estate like fits it, but I can understand how like it might be harder to get people to go there because especially yeah. when you're ma- when you're smashing out like amazing dippers and imperial stout and stuff like that, like it can it would really suck to be the designated driver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have we have had, uh, and the one thing that is quite interesting is like the brutals that we have. At the moment, we're getting people who are booking them in groups and mm. just contacting me about groups and people are, you know, wanting to come over and bus loads and organising it themselves. So that's good. So we'll still have that like experiential side yeah. of it, but we just won't have like a tap room connected to it. But I think... It, for any brewery like who's listening to this and they're thinking about like just well any baby brewery who hasn't started yet who's thinking about it like you need a, a big direct consumer um channel and it just not a website is just not enough like you will need somewhere 
like a bar tap room to that's easily accessible to get your get your beer out essentially in order to just do do well um the positive is though can't rely on pubs Mm. like the gone are the days where traditional brewery traditional cask or keg like whatever and you can rely on 100% pure sales from pubs it's just it just doesn't exist the positive is though having that tasting room though like you might drive more people that would go out of their way to go to a brewery tour Mm. once they've actually gone to your tap room and then you market it there and then people go oh that'll be really cool and if they're local to the area they're more likely to drive there whereas like at the moment some people might go off oh, that's where I'm going to drink and do the tour they might go oh that's a bit like uh, who's going to be but the we don't want to encourage driver? people too much because it's just me and Oliver yeah <laughs> yeah that's it so it'll be like now your tours will be inundated and you're like whoa, 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 whoa. I'll just do a tour we'll and make the pizza and then like drive down join me in, in the tap room serving people we'll just make it sound really yeah. like oh it's pizza's awful you don't want to go there don't Aww. do that <laughs> we have to downplay it so that people don't know how good it is we can't be like oh no go to the tasting room sorry i started without you um <laughs> the next yeah. one it's because we don't have our liter to go to yeah <laughs> yeah no i'm sorry i really th- i thought i was going to end up like having to se- send you a liter again and i thought i just can't do that i think I my, my, my body would be like please no yeah <laughs> no, because i have no self-control i have no yeah, self-control no, she doesn't. <laughs> well so we're now going to drink affogato Affogato. I love affogato as a flavour. And this so, is a, a yep. collaboration with Three Hills. Yeah. So let's just talk about this one for a minute. Um, this one, thank you, goes out to I think everyone's favourite here, lovely little Chris. Oh, we love so Chris. sweet. Um, who championed us to Three Hills for like such a long time, pretty much like yourselves in talking to Drew about us. Yeah. Um, and then I think, yeah, I think Chris wore them down over time. I think that's what it is. I think he just wore he just wore Andy down, and he was like, "What? Yeah, fine." He told uh, us that Aaron. He's like, "Yeah." He was like, yeah. "I'm gonna make a Mirakai Three Hills collaboration happen." Like, yeah, I'm gonna make he, it did. Happen. he did. Actually, and I was, he was like, "When was happening. that? Like May?" Yeah, like, I'm he did say he he was like, "I I want like he wanted it to yeah. happen for sure," yeah. and he is just like he is like a little hero in the yeah. in the beer industry as well, like where he's like doing his part where he can to be like they're good people let's collaborate with them and he's like very vocal about it and he's just like such a nice person I remember yeah. the bar at Arendelle we were like the dream team yeah it was like, like the good. three of us like working in synergy and he's just I've seen him numerous times since at the at the numerous beer festivals and he's just always such a nice person and then yeah he he obviously went to do the I knew he was doing the collaboration because you mentioned that the three hills were there and I got a Instagram from him of like I don't know if you, I can't remember if it was like the brewery or the pizza or something. And he was like, the pizza's good. I was like, I know. Right? So I got, <laughs> he sent me a train sign. Like he was on the station and like the next train sign going to Worthing. And he was like, boop. <laughs> oh, it might, it might, it might have been that. It might have been that. Like, and I guess what I did today. And then I got a follow up of the pizza's great or something. And I was like, yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he is just, he's a, oh. he is a very lovely individual. Yeah. Like, just so friendly so nice he cares so much and it's like that is what you want like in the industry is people that care so much and care so much about good people 
and they want to champion good people and he is just like everything that is right with 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 people that are consumers and people that work in beer obviously he works in beer and it's just yeah like he advocates so so hard although he did he did say he did put this on record that he did say he's like andy is not the nicest man (laughs) in brewing (laughs) he said matt who now works at on bar (laughs) he said matt is the nicest man in brewing and i was like oh them's his fighting words yeah i liked so I'd never met um, I never met uh, Andy before, and it was just really nice to speak to him and hear um, all about his story in Three Hills and how it started. Because frequently, I mean, I don't because it's because I'm not a brewer. I won't research anyone and fan fangirl of them. Like I just won't do that. I'm just mm. like, tell me who you are. Tell me, tell me your story um uh, and and what you're about and yeah we just kind of chatted about three hills and I was kind of saying well how you know because they didn't obviously I didn't realize but they didn't start off doing um stouts no I I thought I thought they did I thought it was kind of like the majority of their beers were stouts and I thought that is what they 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 had like one porter uh and then a lot of them were like more pails um I'm trying to remember the first ones I got. Wasn't Hadron the first yeah, one? Yeah, Hadron, Hadron yeah. one. And then there was the, oh, yeah. was it Leg- Legacy Porter? Or was yeah. that the... Um, he brought some beer along with him and gave us some of this. So like, yes, oh, I okay, just saw that yeah. for sale at my local bottle shop. And I was like, I was speaking to one of the guys. Um, the Three Hills Gin for those Yeah, Three listening. Hills Gin for the people that are listening. And uh, my local, my, lo- my most local shop, um the hive like how they sell gin and beer and one of the guys behind the bar i was like three hills i was like when did this happen and they and they're like i know right (laughs) i was like i had no idea it's delicious it's like is it good yeah yeah i like it because it's kind of like it's got like botanicals in it that i that i enjoy i'll have to i'll have to buy it now now i'm gonna have to buy it (laughs) Wendy Pops. Yeah, just well, just like speak to Chris. Say, come on, Chris. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know you're like, <laughs> I know you're incredibly fair and want to buy like <laughs> no, 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 everything no. and support everyone and yeah, we appreciate time. <laughs> to, the, to, 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 to the detriment that Rick and Murder. I'll be like, <laughs> but it, I bought the three hills gin and Rick's like, what did I tell you? And I'd be like, you said no beer. You didn't <laughs> say no beer. <laughs> Yeah, no gin. No, it's lovely. I have it with the uh, fever tree um, regular tonic, and it's just yeah, it's um, it's delicious. Very, very enjoyable. Also, this beer is so smooth, oh, so good, just yeah, so, so smooth, so silky. How the fuck is this eleven percent? This we're going back to Echo One Liter yeah. Collaboration Day One Liter Bottle, where yeah. we're like, this is so drink. Like, how is this happening? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so dangerous. It was a three, three kind of like mash day, right? So we did two, yeah, we did two kind of like mashes, and we it was probably like one of the latest days we've ever had. If we would have done three in a day, we would have ended up getting home about half eleven. It was such like such a long day, really like mega mega tons of everything chucked into this basically. Um, But yeah, it's it's completely. This is the thing that I flipping love about beer and working with different people. It's completely different yeah. from 
the uh, the one that we did with Loki. Like you still yeah. get that chocolate flavour because of obviously like the malts um, that Oliver used. But yeah, it's kind of like the different way of of how it's brewed and the timings and and everything else. It's just like just yeah. really really lovely and enjoyable and i know that these beers are just going to get like better and better and better because we only just can this the coconut and i i usually find that coconut doesn't come through as well in a yeah. lot of beers yeah the coconut in this is so pronounced but it's not overpowering like yeah. it's very it's like hey i'm here but it's not like shoving everything else out of the way to be like, it's only me. Like normally people might overcompensate and it will be too strong or too um, synthetic. Yeah. This is very natural coconut and it's very noticeable because the opposite is like, you don't notice it at all. And I find like the chocolate's definitely there. The roastiness of the coffee is definitely there. The coconut's definitely there. Definitely getting the vanilla. I can see where the honeycomb element is coming from as well. The honeycomb on its own, sorry to interrupt you, but the honeycomb on its own, when Oliver, get Oliver basically gave me it and he said, try this. And I basically ate the ate the honeycomb on my own and it had like the, the tinder you know like it wasn't yeah, yeah. like sweet like you get in a yeah, like cinder toffee yeah cinder, cinder toffee, toffee yeah. kind of like yeah when you drink it I think the joy in this well for me what I'm getting is like everything comes out of it you taste it and then kind of like you taste something else and you taste something else and you yeah. taste something else yeah it's just really layered and yeah. yeah I love it and the coffee in this oh the Brazilian coffee, like shout out to Edgecombs in, um, you know, just outside of Arendelle. Exceptional roasters, really exceptional roasters. And basically what I did was I wanted an affogato, Afig- right? <laughs> just because I love them. So I got, one day I got like some vanilla ice cream. I got a crunchy. Like, you know, it's not as sophisticated as like cocoa nibs and, and what have you. But I got a crunchy. Got a crunchy, and then in the in the uh, cupboard we had like some um, coconut, like sh- coconut shavings. Yeah, yeah. And I shoved that in some desiccated coconut, and then I was just kind of like, and I got some of my coffee from my filter, and I just kind of poured it in, and I just m- mashed it up, and then I ate it. I was like, Oliver, they have this, and he hates like he doesn't drink coffee. Yeah, but he loves it in beer. <laughs> I kind of shoved it in his face and I was like this is what I want you to make me I want this beer so when we were talking about a collaboration with Three Hills I just I went can you do my affogato please like <laughs> the one that I stuck a crunchy in because I just I just want it yeah. and um yeah it's 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 made me happy because it's everything I want and as you kind of like pointed out it's just really easy drinking and it's yeah. really bad because it's like 11.5 yeah. and I've no doubt I know just drink this and then just get up and fall on your bum yeah this is like it is too easy like I said it's like that one the one day where it was so easy drinking yeah. <laughs> I was like well like, we'll just have a bit more okay let's no, just have just, a bit more then we we're like drink the whole thing <laughs> it entire is liter of stout gone it's that no, thing of like the flavors blend together so well but like as you said where you're like each time you sip you kind of taste something different like for me yeah. it's like it all blends together so well yeah. but when I'm reading the ingredients and I take a sip I can pick out individually it's not even that I take a sip and go oh there's something I haven't tasted it's like it it's merged together great and then I go coconut and then I take a sip and go yep 
can immediately find the coconut and then you take another sip and you go yep can immediately find the roasty coffee in there and it is just so and the and the chocolate is like it's not like bitter cacao chocolate yeah and a lot of times when there's chocolate written on something it's like bitter cacao nib yeah it's not just like a smooth like velvetized hot chocolate sort of thing and like that hot chocolate is like what i get in this and it's just we can put this oh my god this is a whole new idea that i didn't even think of when i said it yes yeah but just heat things up though yeah it does oh yeah it can be mold though oh, like a hot toddy mold <gasps> have oh. we just have we just created something new i think we did i'm gonna have to go to a beer festival with a and just like oh, people go with pokers they go with all kinds yeah. of things like you can bring a pen <laughs> I need a pen. Write it down, dog. quick. If only oh, we had this recorded. <laughs> cut, cut this bit out. I don't want to give anyone any. I don't want to see everyone's slushy machines at festivals. This is patented. Doing yeah, it's patented. I'm just saying, like, honestly, it does taste like. Oh, just beauty. It's beauty. It's yeah. beauty. Can you imagine how long it'll take? People- oh, my God. <laughs> It's gonna what you should do no what you should do is you should put a beep over that leave it in every time she says those two words together beep it out and yeah. <laughs> i yeah, think a beep would be hilarious i'm going to find the right length sound now you lot like to set me challenges but honestly this beer back to you because it's your birthday yeah and it's your beer that we're drinking and it is genuinely amazing thank you emma as we've been talking and we've been drinking these amazing bits and we've been talking about your growth over the last two years what other advice you've given some advice already what other advice would you give to other baby breweries as as you called them earlier which i loved and i want to call them that now (laughs) yeah so just thinking about in terms of the the things are with regards to uh finance right so trying to get money for um, growth in um, an industry such as brewing which is uh, not which is outside of kind of like the government's strategy right so the government kind of recently did um, well Rishi Sunak recently kind of like talked at a CBI conference which is like small businesses conference which is a very important business conference um, in the UK earlier on this year and basically talked about the company I mean country so not company the country what he kind of like envisions as a strategy for the UK. And the strategy for the UK in terms of business is basically focusing on like innovation and growth. And that innovation and growth he sees will come from areas like banking, technology, healthcare, but healthcare like in a kind of like digital sense, I think more than anything. And infrastructure. So though, um, at like and energy, I think. So like five different areas the government are like looking at obviously outside of that area are um things like hospitality so for example all of these individuals who work within tech and banking like don't they need somewhere to unwind and maybe like eat when they're doing all this hard right. work seems like they they don't but like a lot of the bank's criteria for lending out their commercial banking or what have you their criteria is more driven towards uh you know, those areas of business that I kind of spoke about not brewing. So if you need uh, money 
to grow your business in brewing, then the only way that you can obviously do look to do that is if you do crowdfunding, which people have done and which we're doing for our tap room, but also like, you know, potentially individually getting like another job. And I've just kind of obviously um, spoken about maybe if it, if it kind of like does come to it, me finding alternative employment to further funnel and grow um, our business just because we can't find anyone who will actually lend to or would like to lend to our business and we can't get any grants or whatever so it's just like yeah baby breweries out there who are thinking about it or whatever then just think about like your options and you might have to like do some crowdfunding or alternatively go back to work and work part-time to be able to fund your growth but these are the things that you need to you need to look at when you're growing in terms of accessing finance and it's really not that easy mm. it's so hard isn't it like that just feels it just feels really shit the fact that it's like I don't know it just it feels frustrating hearing that like as a person that is not working within beer in that sense like in the sense of like beer is not paying me whatsoever and just hearing the story of like you know that like that to me is just so incredibly frustrating as a consumer um especially because I think like from a consumer perspective there's so many breweries and like you try to support as many as you can you try to spread the love out but like even so like with the cost of living crisis like you can only spread it out so far so every so often and you feel so guilty when you're like okay cool so I've bought this this and this this month and then next month I'll buy this this and this and it can just be so like hard and it just feels shit because you kind of want the breweries that you love to be supported but you might love so many different breweries that it's so hard to put your money into all of them in one go and it's just like you just kind of wish that there was just a little bit more support there I don't know I just find it like so frustrating and just I mean I know that I'm not the only one that feels that way like a lot of people find it frustrating and upsetting and everything else it's just yeah I find it's just like you almost kind of feel like you don't know what to do at some point don't you um yeah I suppose like it's interesting from my perspective to hear that your customer point of view on what like how you know like you feel conflicted and want to support but I think that you know businesses like and breweries like me and other people who kind of like know you and know our customers we're not it's not kind of like traditional in a way where you're like wow they're coming back like every week or every month or whatever just because the way that the business model is and also Mm -hmm. like everything that's going on at the moment even people with high disposable income um, in industries kind of they can't afford to pay for all the breweries that they like because it's really weird because there's so many amazing breweries which is Mm. awesome and people want to support them but it's only kind of like a finite amount of resources to go around so you can't support everyone all the time and it's just again it's really interesting and this is why I was talking about how you look at your business and where your revenue comes from and where your distribution is and looking at like different areas to support your business because you know pubs 100% used to be doesn't exist anymore like you've mentioned 
even if there wasn't a cost of living crisis, I think with the amount of awesome breweries coming up, you want to buy all the beer, but it's not like, it's not possible to buy all the beer because it's like yeah. a, lot, a lot of beer and it's a lot of, a lot of commitment all the time. So it's just trying to find like an interesting balance that makes your business work and is financially viable. Um, but yeah, like making sure that you've got you've got that balance. It is really interesting, and I could probably talk about this all evening. And I'd be interested to hear like other breweries as well and how they're doing it and what works best for them. But I think like everyone's got a different um, a different a different mix of what works for them and but you can't rely on anything this is one thing with brewing and the brewing industry and how like you sell I do I never kind of like say that I can rely on every, every single one of my customers doesn't matter whether it's a pub a bar a tap room a uh, shop consumer whatever I can't rely on them to spend their money like every single time with you because it's just like it's just it does it doesn't happen so it's the element of like not being able to have that like stability, which I suppose traditional businesses. When you're, uh, I think the bigger you, the like, you are, yeah, the bigger you are, the more you can afford to pay for a line into a pub or a bar, or whatever, and have your stuff constantly on. But that's like when we say like the bigger you are, it's not even like when we think in a craft beer community sense of like who's big and who's not. It's like think of that and then think bigger like it, it's the like the callings and like like macro level like big beer is who can afford to go well I know I'm guaranteed a line in this one this one this one and this one like not everybody can guarantee a line into a pub or a bar or someplace like that and like you said a bottle shop may absolutely love you and they may absolutely love like numerous breweries but the problem is is like for them as well that's a risk if they could buy all these different things and if it's not going off the shelf as quick as you know from their consumers yeah it's not going off the shelf as quick as they want not because of who the brewery is by any means but because you know cost of living and everything else like that people can't afford to buy like they could it's difficult because then you know that's like another percentage of people that maybe regularly bought that could regularly buy and give you yeah. a good chunk of money so yeah. it's a you know it's it's a hard market at the moment and it, it's that thing of like crowdfunding I think as you said like when you can if you can crowdfund like that is such a like that's a good resource and that's a way for people like me who want to see the people that I I enjoy like succeed like that's something that I can do is I can be like cool I've got some spare money I'll put it into a crowdfunder and I think that's stuff that people like me as a consumer can do yeah and that's that's really yeah that's really supported and it helped us and I think me and Oliver wanted to go the way with our tap room and launch a crowdfunder um not necessarily because like of the money because you obviously know like the money and what we've given away as rewards, we, in some way or another, we have to pay for those rewards. Yeah. yeah. Everything kind of like has a cost attached to it. So it's not free money to us. It's not a case of we'll get the money that we put out there. Realistically, we'll probably get like a percentage of the money that, that we're raising. The reason why we're doing it is because we want to be able to, I give the opportunity for our community to be able to support us because a lot of people have gone we want to support you and that's great but also like it works as like a really good marketing tool to support the launch of our tap room as well because it gets people invested in it 
uh, and they feel like they're part of it. And, you know, that's kind of like not me giving any secrets away or marketing wisdom. It just generally makes like common sense. And uh, yeah, so the whole thing is marketing. It's not going to support our business. It's not going to make our business financially stable. What it's done is it's um, provided us with an opportunity to create some noise around like the next phase of our business that we're going to launch, which is great because already we've got awareness and like potentially footfall um, from that crowdfunder. So it's like, it's pretty good. It's when you get to the kind of like the bigger crowdfunders, like I'm not going to mention Fierce because Fierce was like really different, even though they had rewards. It wasn't an equity stake, it was rewards, but theirs was like um, a lot of money, like like 100 and something thousand. Shout out to Louise from Fierce, who I absolutely adore, who is a wonderful human being. She's really helped me with this crowdfunder and other things with brewing. She's absolutely amazing. Um, but you're like, yeah, and then like double, bar- it's kind of like more of the double barrel side of it where they just raise equity and understanding kind of like how that's worked. And I think, no, Attica, Attica aren't doing uh, equity either. They're doing kind of like rewards based crowdfunding. So yeah, it's interesting to look at like those two methods and how breweries are tapping into their communities to help support them even more kind of like financially with like the larger equity stake. I think those, yeah, I think that's kind of like, it's really interesting to look into. Because sometimes you just go, I have so much beer. And it's like, yeah. I just, I don't need. No, there's never enough beer. <laughs> never enough. I would say that. My husband maybe say like disagree. Yeah, Gordon's like, have you got more I beer don't, coming? I have, like, Joe, I and I, Joe and I always feel like we have the right amount of beer. Yes. Our husbands don't always agree they with disagree that. disagree with this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and that's just like a that's a we don't see eye to eye although I will a, say a to disagree situation <laughs> I will say Gordon opened the package of beer today and he was like there's no lager in there for me <laughs> uh, well tell him and I was just like oh no and he was like it's fine like I don't need them to send me lago I've had enough free beer from them like <laughs> Shout out to Joanne's husband. He, he, I was going to say, he is the MVP. Who is, yeah, who... He managed to get to me. Donated to our crowdfunder. Joanne's obviously going to use the credits. Yeah, it's going to be me. <laughs> he, I'm I get say, Gordon lucky? is an absolute hero as well because, like, he literally... Gordon and Ron! Why don't Gordon and <laughs> Ron have their own podcast? Yeah. The Gordon and Ron show. Oh my God. What it is to do. I'm waiting for people to be like, husband. who the fuck is He Ron? has threatened. <laughs> he has threatened to come on and, and do like a my like a beer widow genuinely the beer widows. Uh, yeah oh, rick would do that. it i, I already asked rick if ron, he'd be willing <laughs> i already asked iris ron if he'd be willing to do that and he was like yeah i'd be on it and i was like i didn't think he'd want to be on a podcast and he was like yeah i would i'd be on it and Gordon i was like talks oh, okay. a big game and then if we actually put him in front of the camera he'd be like no nope. yeah the difference is rick would yeah and he'd I'm play the camera <laughs> He, he actually would. But to be fair, Gordon is absolute hero. Like they were at they were at a pub and they were like, Joe messaged me going, they've got the hot, they know how much I loved like hopped sauce in general. Oh, RIP. Like that Sammy, like I'm so oh, Sammy. I was you. literally devastated. I was like, yeah. this is flipper table worthy, so sad. Um, and then <laughs> 
Um, they specifically knew how much I loved the Mirakai hot sauce. Well, I it was it was because so many I'm trying to get the that. recipe. I'm trying to get the recipe. That's what Gordon hey, said to me. The other day. He was like, got, hasn't like, Emma oh, got the recipe? Trying to get the trying to get the recipe. Any got, opportunity like, I would have yeah. it. And then um Gordon left and he bought me like three bottles. Because yeah. Joe was like, Do you want me? And I was like, we were, I, I was like, if I'm prioritizing, the one I care about is the Mirakai. Like, I, like I don't know how much it is, just get me the bottles of the Mirakai collab. No, she's like, she's I like, love Oh my so god, much. how much are they? What they and I was just like, just tell me what you want because, because, because this might be your day, last chance to buy them. Just tell me what you day, want and I will buy it for you. I don't the, care. The other day I messaged her going, I'm on my last bottle of Mirakai hop sauce. And then I was, and I was in, like, I'm so sad. And then she's like, Look what I found. I was at Brewery oh, Market. I was in Brew Market at, at, in Twickenham uh, and they had a shelf of the hopped sauces and I was like oh my god and I hadn't even seen like the the strawberry one was turned to the side and like I kind of recognized the label at a glance but didn't wasn't sure if it was the right one so I, I was like and I I'd noticed I was walking away and I didn't have my phone my phone was on the side not with me and I was like oh I need to take a picture of those bottles and ask Tori which ones she wants because this might be our last chance to get them and then they brought, they brought one out, one out. so we were doing a, a beer and food pairing and they were like oh we've got a strawberry we've got a strawberry hot sauce and I was like oh my oh, god it's the sriracha. one I was like so it's good with chips. the one mayonnaise mayonnaise and I just you mix it with mayonnaise Gordon like, was going I've up never for another beer to do that. and I went ah. I was like she's not got back to me about she wants I was like just please go and buy two bottles of the strawberry one right now just before anybody else buys it because they were like oh we've got this strawberry I think I, I, we've got I, it on I, sale I and I was like no going, no one else is buying it going, sorry yeah. I'm jumping in the shower which ones do they have and I'll message when I'm out of the shower and then I literally came back and I was like and Gordon was like there was three so I bought all three He's the yeah, like, no, honestly. like so good. Yeah, mix it with all mayonnaise. the festive bakewells. Have the festive bakewells go to he, wants, he, he only did it because he wants Easter eggs. I fucking gave him festive bakewells. Oh. What else can I give? This I mean, he'll take festive bakewells, but he particularly wants Easter eggs. Oh, Literally, okay. Uh, Rick and I, or Ron, however Ron. we want to call him, Ron. Ron, Ron and I. Oh, Ron. <laughs> Ron and I opened the last bottle of the Mirakai hot sauce, and we we're like, it's the last. I got you three more here, girl. I got and you. I was so, I was like, Sam, and he's like, they're all gone. I'm like, what do you mean they're all gone? The second I saw his email, I was like, well, I need to go buy all the hot sauce now. And I went on and I was like, it was oh, my God. I got oh, you three. three. You got to make I'm them last. Enough. Yeah, I'm going to have to let him. I did say, I was like, well, we'll we, get the re- I'm trying the to get, the get the recipe. <laughs> it was amazing. I said, we'll pay you for the recipe. Just give me, give me the recipe. I will throw down for that recipe. I will put money into into whatever it takes to get that recipe. Well, honestly, all of, I will just say on the record, like all of his, all of his hot sauces, as a hot sauce fan. The hot one was really good. All amazing. All amazing. The Howlin' Hops one was great. Sorry, Joe. The Yakima Chiefs one was great. So rude. But, genuinely. That's getting baked. to be gone. Yeah, I was like, I just need to say that. I still have a bottle of that. I'm sorry. It's really good. Um, however, my favorite one, 100 percent I mean, the, the one hundred percent like, like, I, I bought a bottle for Joe because she's not a hot sauce person. I was I'm like, just, just try this person. one because it's not particularly hot. And then she was like, Yeah, we didn't get on with it. And then she's no. like, You can have it back. Can and I was like, back. Yes. Because <laughs> like I expected you to bring home. me like a little, like a little pot of it, and you brought me a whole bottle. And I'm just, like, I bought. I was like, bottle, Don't bring, yeah. give me a whole bottle. I'm not going to appreciate it the way you do. 
No. And then she was like, I tried it. It wasn't for me. I was like, I'm giving it back to you. And I was yeah. like, I'm happy for the return on investment. Like, <laughs> good. Like, I was like, I'm yeah. part of me sad that you didn't like it. Part of me's very happy you didn't like it because it's back with like mum, it's coming home. Mama is coming home. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I've even got still in my cup in the fridge, uh, the test, the test one that I did. Oh, yeah. Fucking amazing. <laughs> the test one. And I was just like, and I couldn't. Like, not, for peace he is incredibly <laughs> lovely as well. Just incredibly <laughs> lovely. So, like, yeah. honestly, th- thoughts and prayers to all that. So I hope sad. he. Yeah, I hope so he's sad. like a phoenix. Phoenix, and he rises from the ashes. Phoenix. Did you say help? Like phoenix. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's like a phoenix, and he rises from the ashes, and he's like, "Here's more hot sauce," because he is so talented. Yeah. 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 And uh, so many. I don't think I had a bad hot sauce from like I've had hot sauce where you get hot sauce and it's like too vinegary like none of his were like that they were so full of flavor and just so even if hot sauce isn't your thing they were just beautiful but the one he did with you guys was like chef's kiss loved it so good yeah we'll try and get the recipe anyways so your your two we're on our way to the tasting room yes what do you want for year three um year three by year three what what year three, i think what i really want and i friggin like hope this comes to fruition <laughs> we're manifesting it we need it so we need like a canning line because it's just kind of just make me so sad mm-hmm. um we need a van so we want like um i think so i'm gonna steal this from pip of the coven um, she calls her van the fantasy, which I absolutely love. <laughs> so we need we we need a giant we need giant fantasy that we that. deliver and take to festivals. Um, and yeah, kind of um, definitely export more is the way to go. So when when we launched Merikai, we launched it with the view that we would be a global brewery and sell our beer like everywhere for everybody, not just kind of like local in Sussex. There's nothing wrong with that, like whatsoever. It's just like not our strategy for yeah, for who yeah. we are and want, what we want to be. So yeah, maybe kind of like collaborations with um, more kind of like breweries abroad as well. We've got some amazing collaborations um, coming up. Um, yeah, in January, you can keep this in, I'll leave it out. We, we're gonna be brewing with uh, Vault City. Um, we've got, yeah, we've got Wonder Beyond in uh, March, which will be cool. I'm trying to pin Neon Raptor down to do a collaboration with us. Speaking to Elusive, trying to be friends with Andy. Andy's the nicest. Like, we'll put a good word in when we're there in January. Um, And then um, a return visit up to uh, Tartarus, um, obviously, to kind of like. Oh, I need to see their tap room. Friggin' brave noise, which is gonna happen in March. I've gotta send some dates around. Sorry, I couldn't kind of like make it this year, but we'll still be doing the beer that we talked. Is this about. allowed? Is this allowed to stay in? Yeah, can we keep this? Yeah, in? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's fine. <sighs> but I just think we should go ahead and do brave noise. I don't care when every year. Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. I think I think we're allowed to like do them whenever we want. I we? think they. Be- yeah. I think to be fair, after speaking, brave noise them, every year. No, but after speaking to Ash and Ren, like I genuinely felt like that that really is the concept of Brave Noise, was to be like, live the ethos. It doesn't, 
you know, whether or not you put a break, like they give it a stamp of approval and put it on, like the fact that you're still going, I care enough to donate to your charity, to do, to, to go through the but steps. Pips, of- it's like, if, if, yeah. if we all agree, then it can just kind of like go and support Pips. Yeah, and of course. People, yeah. people say for, um, yeah, but it's, it's that thing of like, as long as like you're doing all the steps that they care about, you know, what I got from the conversation we had is like, that is the ideal for people to be like, I don't need to be dictated by a program to do the right thing. And so, yeah, I'm so, oh, I know that you, like you mentioned it before and I'm, ex- yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, no, like, I'm no, excited we, we can leave to, this no, in we as well. Because I think it's a firm, <laughs> a firm commitment from us to continuously like support and like shout about because it it just still hasn't had the impact, I think. And we've got to try and kind of like make, shit like that happen and then um yeah like maybe speak to some um other breweries uh potentially uh about collaborations maybe try and kind of like do something with someone um overseas i think would be quite good there's yeah there's lots of like different opportunities but i think the main focus for us would be to get our you know the testing room up and running because that needs to be like a success for us. It needs to be a way where we can really kind of like foster um, and create like that community and safe space for people. Like it just has to be, like that has to be the main focus. So yeah, lots of things we want to do. We want to grow ultimately, but yeah, like tasting room. Hope when the tasting room's up, you have a super launch party and we can go and we can have drag brunch. Like, I want to have the drag brunch that we talked about and all the amazing things. (laughs) If not drag brunch, we play drag shows. It's so small. You can imagine. I feel sorry for, like, a drag queen who has to come into the space because it's so small. Try and do, like, death drops and dips. (laughs) makes it more impressive but we can do like uh we can do like a play a drag show on a tv or a laptop (laughs) it's drag brunch and uh that would be amazing and yeah i just like i just want you to open up a space your own so that we can come we can like toast you and we can just be like yes you did it yeah thank you yeah that's 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 ultimately like what we want to do and I yeah you know I appreciate you both so much and the support that you've given us is like absolutely I stop we absolutely love you awesome like yeah really appreciate it because it makes kind of like what what I do and what we do worthwhile it's like I feel like we're all trying to make the brewing industry a better more kind of like inclusive welcoming place to people and you know more people like us I cannot believe like when we think about the fact that you're two years old like I it it feels like yesterday that I feel like Joe and I were like newly started out doing like interviews like we hadn't always done interviews and I think it took us a while to get to start doing interviews and then I think we did like I don't know one or two and then I remember like seeing your Instagram and then being like oh my god they align with everything that we love and I remember like reaching out to you and I can't even remember the specifics I just remember seeing you featured somewhere on Instagram and being like oh my god they are everything that aligns with me and Joe, and I need to send them a message and then I think you responded and I was just like if you ever want to come on a podcast and we don't we're we're okay I don't know you might not want to it's okay if you don't want to <laughs> and now we can't get rid of you 
You were one, uh, and I don't want to get rid of you. <laughs> we don't want to get rid of you. I mean, I know, I know, I know what you're saying. No, I'm like, I'm here all the time for whatever. <laughs> I, 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 it's the conversation is so organic because we yeah. are all so aligned on things. And yeah. I just remember, like, it feels like yesterday, and I cannot believe that it's like, oh, it's your second birthday. Yeah. And I feel like it was just yesterday when when I was going. Joe, oh my god, I've messaged them and maybe they won't message me back. And I don't know. And oh, oh maybe they won't want to talk to yeah. us. And then here we are. And here we are. Two- yeah. Happy birthday to you and all. Happy birthday to Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I was just gonna like and we bonded over like drag queens yeah. and everything. <laughs> two years. Yeah, it's kind of two like years. I keep saying it's the end of November, but it pretty much is like it's like mid mid December, um, pretty much when I when I launched the website and when the the beer came out um, as well. So yeah, like um, launching like the way that we did in a in a kind of like Zoom Zoom thing with like I think it's a triple hopped podcast um, that we did when we were like baby newbies and just going, this is our first beer. We hope you like it. <laughs> And then having them like having all these people just like there were there were like loads on there, just like thirty plus people like all there drinking our beer. No, in fact, it was more than that because I know I sent out a fuck ton. Um, <laughs> Is that like the exact measurements? You were like yeah, exactly like a fuck ton. Like it was, so, but it was so many, and you know, like. Having that, having like all these people you've never met before drink yeah. like your first beer and actually tell you to your face what they thought about it. For oh the my God, that's so night. intimidating. I'd yeah. probably be like, I just, I'm sick today. Yeah. <laughs> I can't come in. Yeah, but it was like really good because I think for the, for the, um, the once and only time, I think we kind of like came, they, they had like different beers and like, Cloudwater obviously scored like number one and they had like their rep there from Cloudwater. So it was like number one and then number two was Burning Sky. And I think they had Beak and then us. And I think we scored like higher than Beak. Maybe might have just been because we were there. That's like the first and only time that will ever <laughs> that will ever happen. Cause obviously like, you know, Beaker stratospheric. Um oh, but yeah, we were kind of like we were really just quite um quite chuffed to be in a lineup next to, um, you know, Cloudwater, for example, and Burning Sky, and just thought, yeah, this is this is great, and yeah, here we are now, like Christmas with um, two Imperial Stouts and a new amazing Imperial Stouts. Having you on is always fun, and the problem is we always lose track of time because yeah. it's like a really good <laughs> chat, and that's the problem. <laughs> and if we lived closer, it would probably be lethal. Because I oh, probably be, be around be yours like all but, the time. Like yeah, I, honestly, if it like, wasn't a drive, it was like I. Yeah. I mean, and you're not that far away. But the thing is, like drinking and driving, no, no. So the thing is, is like if you were closer, commutable wise, it would be lethal. So it's probably good. That's true. <laughs> you're further away. No, these these birthday beers are amazing and so good. Genuinely, I am so happy to like see. From the first time that we had a conversation, I'm so happy that you agreed. Also watching her babies. <laughs> it's the babies. Because I've been looking at the Instagram and they do fox photos, and that's cute. Um, <laughs> I'm so pleased that like 
you responded the first time I messaged because I was like, I was like, oh my God, she might not message. This is intimidating. When, uh. And I'm so happy that you did because I'm so happy of like the friendship that we have now and the girl group that we have. And it's literally made the girl group and Ollie that we have. And it is amazing. I literally actually, uh, I don't have it in this room. It's in the other room. I just printed out our photo from the day that we breathed brood brave noise (laughs) and I've got the photo of all of us and then it's like us and Ollie standing in the background like this and it's me (laughs) and you Emma in the front like this on our knees and everyone else in the background holding this and I just printed that out and one of um me Joe um Emma and Kimberly that we took on the day as a selfie and I just printed those out because I want to frame them and I want to put them on the wall in this room with me and like it's just like I'm so happy for the friendship that we've made and you have you and Oliver have just been so just such amazing people throughout and I can't thank you enough for I don't know just that friendship that you've given and what you've done for the beer community and the fact that you've gone I don't care if I'm targeting everybody and that's not the best marketing strategy yeah you've said before like that's not a great marketing strategy but that's what I'm doing like I think that's so commendable and it's amazing and I want to see more breweries take that ethos on and you you both have just been amazing and I just want to say thank you and I hope that we're celebrating like three four five however many more years and I can't wait the opening of your tasting room and Uh, I can't wait for all of it and um I just want to see you guys grow, really. That's that's all I can say. So, cheers. Well, she said, <laughs> "Cheers, thank you very much." That's so we kind of sweet of you to say. It. Like, you know, I adore and and love you um, absolutely, both of you. Uh, yeah, thanks for your support. And I think that the more positivity and the kind of like people that we can grow and connect in our amazing kind of like craft beer community, like really. Yeah, it's all up and up and 2023 will be an amazing year, I feel, for all of us. So, Hope so. cheers to us because we are awesome. Yes! Cheers! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! If it was ever an episode to have like a unreleased <laughs> unreleased tangent <laughs> episode like this is the one but uh, it's might so be, there might have to be an editor's cut of this one uh sorry oh, not so... sorry this is probably quite long it's it's hard not to be though because it's like it, it's just when you're chatting with a mate like because that's yeah. what it, it's just chatting with mates isn't it <laughs> then yeah. you tend to go off topic and then or you end up really passionately talking about something else and yeah um I'm personally very happy um, I just want to say that I'm so pleased that they obviously Emma and, and Ollie making his <laughs> if it's made it in there we'll see making his like random appearances normally um, but yeah I'm so pleased that they wanted to come on and talk to us specifically about about their birthday beers um, couldn't couldn't you know love a brewery more like for what they do in in the industry and how they do it and they are um just really nice people overall so um we have lots of love for them we want to see them we want their crowdfunder to like surpass the goal if if it can if you haven't put money into that crowdfunder please go do it already if you have 
and you got a little bit of extra money, you know, <laughs> we know things are tight right now, but if you've got a little bit more, let's try and squeak them over the line. They've only got 13% to go. Yeah. Is, is that where they're at now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 13%. is where they're at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm not good at math. So I was like, is that all? <laughs> yeah, no, I, yes. I, if I, honestly, I can't wait for this space for them. Like, they're, they're going to have it. I know they are. And it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be such an inclusive, welcoming environment. In the armpit of pizza. In the armpit of pizza. <laughs> pizza, pizza, not pizza, pizza Express. In the armpit of Pizza Express. That, that visual is going <laughs> to stick with me. And I really hope they put that on their marketing. Um, but yeah, happy birthday to both of you. Happy birthday. We love you so much. And I mean, as always, like we look forward to having you on like third birthday <laughs> yeah third birthday we'll have to just do it at, at, the, yeah, tasting at the tasting room. room yeah for sure um and obviously like I, I go like oh open invitation to come back like I don't even need to say that we don't need to like, <laughs> she's coming back Emma's like, just she's... gonna appear if we're not <laughs> careful someone, she's just gonna become getting, a third host someone's getting close to I can't to remember like, who it was I don't remember who it was through. either but someone's getting quite close it was oh, Maz. Yes, it was Maz. <laughs> Maz is getting quite close. Yeah. To like being a, and now Emma's going to be like, that's it. <laughs> I'm coming on again. <laughs> it's happening. Uh, that's what needs to happen if we're ever in a pinch with recording because one of us can't be available. Yeah. We'll just call in Emma and that was it. Yeah. We'll have a backup because um, yeah. she's basically a third host anyway. Yeah. So, and we love her and it's great. So, um, <laughs> yes, yeah. <Faylin. laughs> that's Phelan saying happy yes. birthday she to is. Emma and Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh, so, Tori, <laughs> if uh, people want to ask you what your favourite Mirakai beer is of all time, if they, you know, haven't worked it out. They didn't they actually listen to the episode and they're only listening to this end <laughs> piece. Uh, yeah, they can they can talk to you about Mirakai beers all day, every day, like so many goodies there. So, yeah, if they want to talk to me, they can find me on it on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism they can email me at adventures and optimism at gmail.com if they kind of want to talk to us both about it they can reach us both uh whoever answers first it's a lucky dip uh you can find us on instagram at a woman's brew or on gmail at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com joe if people want to talk to you about that sweet sweet crowdfunding that's happening for the tasting room where can they talk to you I mean, I'm going to tell you to go give all your money to Mirakai, so maybe don't talk to me. But <laughs> if you'd like to talk to me, if you'd You're like to, it all from for us. me to give you some advice on where you should give your money, it's to Mirakai, in case you didn't know. Um, you can find me at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning. And we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest. I'm usually hanging out on Instagram or TikTok. Um, I also have a website which is lovebelearning.co.uk and an email address where you can get hold of me, which is lovebelearning at gmail.com. So on that note, happy birthday. Happy birthday. And cheers. <laughs> cheers.